I think now is a good time for an engagement roll, if only to determine, like, oh, shit. Yeah. how fucked yeah. you are when the fighting starts, if that's a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um... But I'm I'm kind of worried that like, yeah, there's not a whole lot working in your direction here. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's see here. Um, oh, we should mark load. I don't know if that matters. Probably normal. Um, I would be kind of surprised if it did. This is gonna go pretty fast, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So you get one for showing up. Yep. I would describe this as bold or daring. I would too. I would also describe it yeah. as an assault unless somebody has a better plan. Uh, we were charging yeah. in, so. We, yeah. we know the point of attack, right? Yep. Bold or daring is plus 1D. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Well, there was Sophie, but she's kind of indisposed at the yeah. moment. Um, any other... L one of my friends is a witch. Does that help? Okay, I'm going to pose it to you this way. Do you want it to help? No, nah, it's probably a really bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm open to it. <laughs> it seems like it would make it way more interesting if it did. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, that's that's the Whisper's whole thing in Blades. It super is, right? I can solve your problems and invent new problems. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If the, if if your witch friend is somehow involved, yeah. Uh-huh. This takes a turn. Um So yeah, I'm thinking uh I'm feeling like it's 2D. Somebody roll me a 2D engagement roll. I mean, it's not my goat that just got daft. Yeah. Hey, why Fine. don't I why don't I roll oh, it just good. for the heck? Go ahead. Uh, Let's see. He's the new guy, so he's Oh yeah. Here. We had rules. Uh, let's Most see. Mike's there, oh, there's not an engagement on the character sheet, is there? No, it's fortune. So. Just fortune. Okay. Yeah, you can just roll a 2D fortune roll. It's fundamentally the same. There we go. Roll fortune. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is desperate. Okay. Good news. We're going to get a lot of experience. Good news, everyone. Um. Yeah, so here's what you see when you rush into this. Is is as the as kid rushes into this dark alley that's dark, like dark blind alley, right? Are other people following kid in? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. So here is what you see. Um. You rushed into this alley where you just heard, like, the sound of a distressed goat being thrown into a bag, right? And you see someone holding a bag that seems to contain a squirming, screaming goat. That person is a pretty large, relatively burly, human sailor-slash-soldier-looking type. Like, someone who looks like serious business. Um, they are standing next to another person who is, has a similar description and who is currently drawing a sword. And there is a third person who is standing on the other side of the cart that they're about to deposit your goat in, who has a crossbow trained on the opening of the alley that you just ran into. This sounds good. 
Put that down. That's not your goat. I would like to tackle uh, Herc out of the way of the bolt that's about to... <laughs> Sweet! I like this idea because, yes, there will be... There is there is currently a crossbow bolt flying yeah, yeah. through the air at Herc. Great. Uh, somebody give me a resistance roll. Sounds like, sounds like it's pinch. Yeah. Sounds like it's probably either prowess or insight. I will definitely accept insight. Uh, prowess it is. <laughs> well oh. okay okay i'll take two stress take two stress and you uh knock herc down out of the way uh the crossbow bolt you can hear it and it you know most you haven't heard a ton of like crossbow bolts slam into uh like walls right this one hits and there's like a crack and splintering like this is a serious crossbow that this person is holding yeah um and now reloading as the uh second one the one holding the goat bag throws the goat on throws sophie in her bag onto the onto the cart which already appears to have other squirming cargo uh, Sophie is bleating loudly at this point, and the one that's drawing his sword has drawn his sword now. Is shouting, "Go, go, get, get out of here! Take it to the, take it to the position, take it to second position." And um, he t- he turns, yeah. uh, and is uh, brandishing a sword at a group of children, <laughs> and looks like he's willing to use it. He's just that kind of guy. Uh, he seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Herc is probably going to try and go through him uh, to get on the cart. Okay. Um, but there's like two of them there. Um, I, actually, I will push myself to use Lockhorns. Have a free assist. Sweet. Um, so let's see here. Because I'm probably going to call that skirmishing, so i got to go through these dudes. Um and I guess do they count as a small gang for equal footing to probably make myself a little bit better off or sure yeah if you push your, if you push yourself this way like yeah you're that you, you pushing yourself is gonna put yourself put you roughly on par with these guys yeah all right um still desperate we suck oh yeah uh, everything's still desperate for a while now yeah. Um, so pushing and then one from Andrew should get me to two bonus dice. I think that is everything. Yeah. Um, suck it. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, describe, so you're, you sort of batter past the one with the sword, right? And what's your goal? Describe to me what your goal is to end up on the cart. Um, going through these dudes in the process, right? Okay. Um, like, I don't know if I'm really going to do... I might do something to them along the way, but, like, the goal is to get on the cart. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do that. You successfully do that. You are on the cart. Um, yeah. And now that you've made it to the other side of the cart, you can see that the cart is hooked up to a horse. Bastards. Um, yeah. The reins of which are loosely held in one hand of the guy with the crossbow. 
okay. But yeah, you knock, you knock your way over. You like knock the one who had the bag with Sophie in it down. He's like behind the cart now. Um, yep. You didn't get stabbed. Good work. <laughs> also a plus. Yes. Uh, the guy with the crossbow, however, is about to drop the reins on this horse to reload his crossbow. Yep. Uh, um, pushing is, is pushing one or two stress? I don't remember. Pushing is two. Pushing is two and aiding is one. Okay. I think I'm going to pause here as other people do things. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to set the crossbow on fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like right. setting the crossbow on fire. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds great. Um, how does that work? Walk me through it. I have an ability called Devil's Flame, where I can conjure ghostly flames out of thin air. I can then unleash them as a weapon or use them to set something steadily burning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this definitely sounds like unleashing them as a weapon. Sorry, the crossbow or the crossbowman? I don't know if Zul has it in her to set a person on fire yet. Well, like, the question is, are we still following Goonie rules because we are kids? I don't know that they're following Goonie rules. They are absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> like the ROE for this seems uh, pretty free. Yeah, honestly, if you can set the crossbow on fire, I don't know that the cross the crossbow versus the crossbowman might be a distinction without a difference. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds. I mean, you're not that far away. You're throwing fire around. What action do you think this is? I mean, it doesn't say that I have to throw it to hit. It just said I can set something steadily burning. It conjured out of there. I don't know if okay. It's something just like springs into flame. So you just you know? fire starter this crossbow. Yeah, I mean, I could roll something like a tune if we want to, since this is sort of a stressful situation. That sounds like a tune. Yeah, but that sounds like a tune. Mostly, so here's what I'm gonna say: something will catch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget your free XP for rolling your desperate oh. rolls. By the way. Oh yeah. Um, something will be on fire. It will probably involve the crossbow person at least, right? Sure. Um, the roll is going to determine what and how much, and it won't be That's less. Fair. The low rolls are not less fire. <laughs> okay. Um, Herc's going to do assist by saying. Oh, it looks like you're a hot shot to the uh, crossbowman. Wow. You're a die for that one. We're... <laughs> wow. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so that is a crit. I, I think we found out that these urchins are bad at things that aren't violence and good at things that are <laughs> violence. All of the crossbows everywhere are now on fire. <laughs> the, the cons, the, the like, the like, like metaphysical concept of cr the ontological concept of crossbow is burning right now. It's just on fire in Plato's cave. The the little shadow puppet of a crossbow has burnt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I would also be happy to say that all weapons in the area are now on fire. So I like that. Including yeah. Let's go with that. So. Here's what happens. And you can... You, 
since you rolled the crit, you feel free to like, yes and whatever here, right? The crossbow, which itself is made of wood and like uh, cat gut or whatever, right? Like the strings, um, immediately bursts into flame. And uh, the guy holding it screams. And throws it to the ground. The dude holding the sword, who is like, again, brandishing it at children. Um, The sword itself begins to glow. And and very quickly starts glowing glowing like a forge-hot orange. And he (laughs) yells and throws the sword to the ground. And like, it's laying on the ground, smoking against the rocks. And... They both take a second and, like, cannot understand what just happened. Although, but they're not, like, terrified and running yet. Yeah. Right? You're, you're getting the idea that, like, that was spooky and scary and weird, but it's not something that's above and beyond the spooky and scary weird these guys might run into on occasion. And they have a job to do. Out of curiosity, where did the crossbow get dropped? Um, I'm imagining it at, well, is there a place you would like it dropped? Well, I mean, was it, I, I, was he riding in the cart? No, he was like standing on the other side of the cart holding like the reins of the horse, right? Okay. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to have you roll a crit and then drop a burning crossbow onto the thing you're trying to save. Uh, Yeah, I just want to make sure. That would be really crappy of me as a DM. I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, it falls to the ground uh, safely unless you have other ideas. No, I, I, just, I just wanted to make sure. I was gonna say it wasn't putting the goat in, in harm's way. <laughs> um, the guy who wasn't holding either of these weapons, uh, but was on the ground because kid knocked him down. Uh, sort of, he screams, uh, and just starts like frantically rolling under the cart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get him, Eddie! There you go. That that just happened. Um, any of you with any sort of experience with animals, uh, they are all terrified. Everything is scary right now. And that includes the horse. I think this is where Gaston shows up. Great. To get trampled by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Gaston bursts out of one of the bags. <laughs> like one yeah one like one of the bags was like very slightly on fire that opened it up enough for gaston to slip out okay sure yeah he 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 just busts out of one of the bags and is like looks around like oh so that's what all this noise is about and then uh i think like without us like just looking around just this swings over to the like carriage and mm-hmm. grabs the horse reins to like control the horse. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And and like looks over his shoulders like, Alright, uh get on before we leave. <laughs> Give me the that horse is like borderline panicked. Um how are you at command? I'm pretty good with command. Why don't you give me a roll here again at desperate to like try to calm down the horse? You might actually be able to make the situation slightly okay. less fraught. Right. That's like that's what I was thinking. Is like he, I I just I I'm there and like I can just 
the the force of will, the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, standard effect. Yeah, standard effects. Uh, in that the horse is not gonna like the horse is going not going to bolt if you succeed at this. Uh, it's two to push yourself. Yes. Have a free help. Yeah, sure. I'll push myself. Or wait, what were you saying? Uh, Have a free help. Yeah, I can. I can assist people for free twice. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll take. I'll take a free assist instead. Sure. You can get both. I yeah. can get both. What if I yeah. just? What if I just want to take your? Then you free just help? take the free That's help. That's fine too. Okay. Okay. So, the situation doesn't get better, but the situation but. does not actively devolve past this point without you moving, right? So you you come down off this cart. Well, you pop, bust out of your bag. Gaston busts out of his bag. Uh, grabs the rain, the now loose reins of this horse. Uh, a foot and a half away, the crossbowman is like staring at his his slightly burnt hands. Uh, and you, how? What do you do and or say to this horse to keep it from freaking out any more than it already is? I say now. I say hold on now. If 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 you keep up like this, you're not going to get any apples. <laughs> okay. And, you know, somehow looking back and, like, giving a <laughs> a knowing look to Doc. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the downside, because you got to take something here, is that uh, the crossbowman now has turned um unarmed they're not holding any weapons but they have they are like literally feet from you and you are an adult suddenly in this situation you were also in their cart somehow i'm not sure how you got there i don't know if we're going to talk about how you got there i do think <laughs> it's funny that you were there knowing what they were planning on doing with everything on this cart uh so, uh, yeah, that person is really, really unhappy that you're free. And, um, yeah, is now probably going to try to kick your ass. Okay. Above and beyond everything else that's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. Um, I, I'm not sure that's how Gaston's powers work, though. Um, yeah, so horses not running down the alleyway... Helter Skelter. Uh, yeah. You're the only one we haven't heard from you. Oh, I'm, what, what's going on? Here? I'm going to use a tune to steal from these people. I'm either going to channel ectoplasm or attune to the spirit in the ghost field somehow in order to pick these people's pockets or have them drop their coin pouch or in some other way prey upon the people that we've ambushed that tried to kill us. <laughs> okay okay so you are you're just using your psychic powers that you definitely took a hypocritic oath uh well no regarding. he's not a doctor so he never took any oath. there was definitely a <laughs> hypocritical oath yes yes hypocritical <laughs> oath. um okay yeah uh you want to telekinetically steal from these people well i so the other thing i can do is create lightning and i don't think that this calls for like a straight up lightning bolt like maybe 
like a small electrocution or like I don't know if we have like batteries or something, but like yeah. Okay. When okay. you kill a kid, so you have to operate on you know Goonies rules. Murdering them all with lightning would probably be a big escort. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't want to murder anyone, right? I want to just, like, you know how Data has, like, these little gadgets, like, you know, maybe one of them, mm-hmm. like, is a big magnet that only pulls coins for whatever reason. Like a ghost yeah, coin you wanna, magnet. Like, yeah, you want to elect, because you've already demonstrated in your adult form, right, like, lightning powers. You want to say you like electrostatically pulled metal objects off of these guys that were valuable? Sure. That seems fine. Okay. That seems fine. I'm good with that. All right. Uh, there's probably some sort of ridiculous contraption that's more set dressing than anything else uh, that I turn on or twist or, you know, maybe it's a can that. that top that you toss that pulls the stuff to it or something like that okay uh and i feel like i failed everything so far so i'm gonna push myself all right risky standard uh oh de- everything's still desperate here all oh, right i forgot everything is still desperate here desperate standard then yep okay pushing yourself is one die yes all right Yay! Yay! You succeed. Um. Yeah. So I'm imagining you like hold this. You know, tin cans exist, right? But like, yeah. Goats exist. Their food must exist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll allow it this one time then. Uh, yeah. You hold this out in front of you, and there's everyone in the area can feel this like of some sort of like not not strong nuclear force not weak nuclear force but you don't have to go too far down the line here right um suddenly you get to magnetism and all none of you are like carrying things that are probably going to get pulled off of you uh because you are all you know penniless urchins but these guys suddenly the buckles on their boots and their belts and like little like knives they have stashed on them coin purse they all like you can hear this ripping and tearing from them and they the two that are still like that haven't rolled under the cart they do freak out a little bit about this and there's sort of a, there's a noise as cloth all over them tears in various ways. And like the one that had the sword is sort of drug bodily towards the epicenter of this thing, which is Doc standing at the edge of the alley uh, by like boot buckles, I guess. And then um, the thing that really gets gets you is this pull happens and all of this stuff sort of slights suspended in the air momentarily right and in there in two of those in two of in two places in the air there's this weird there's a badge like you've seen you all know what how cops dress you all know how soldiers dress 
there is some sort of badge of rank that comes out from behind these two shirts and like tears a hole in their clothes and floats across the alley towards Doc and then the whole thing ends and like all of the metal collapses to the ground in a pile sort of in a circle around Doc. And the two the two assailants that were armed are now like one of them is the one with the sword is now like prone on the ground. The other one has been pulled like directly up against the edge of the cart and sort of like smashed on one side um, by this force. They are now like, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost comical the positioning on them because they were not expecting this sort of an attack. Right. Um, Oh boy, a badge. That's how I became a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the guy under the cart, uh, reaches out once all this has fallen to the ground reaches out grabs a coin purse from one of the dudes and then rolls back under the cart and starts to make his way out the other side he looks like he's ready to sprint down the alleyway just away from here i would like to somehow stop him from escaping so that i can ask him questions all okay. my terrifying violence friends stand nearby, <laughs> thus adding uh, some weight to my questions that I'm asking. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, how, how does one stop him? From Great question. That? I'm bad at anything that isn't study or talking to people. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I've got Prowl and I can push myself. Okay. We still desperate? Great. So many things could go wrong here. And the situation is in no way... Yeah, we are absolutely still desperate. Anyone want to help? Oh yeah, definitely. What you doing? Also, don't forget... No one forget to be taking your XP for these rolls. Oh shit, thank you. Every time... What's your plan? Uh, I'm going to stop this man. Like how? And we're going to ask him some questions. (laughs) This one seems it's the broad... much more cowardly than the others. I I, I will help. You. Can I, I? I will assist you by picking up another improbable tin can and bringing <laughs> it over behind you and like casually tossing it up in the air and like dropping it. Okay, great. I'm good at this. I rolled six total. Oh my. <laughs> and that was a crit mediocrity. There's no ones this so time. I, I, I really have to hit somebody for a desperate roll at this point. You haven't um, yet. I, ha- I yeah. haven't hit, yeah. Like, things have... I have not done nearly the damage I should have been doing for desperate rolls. So here's what's going to happen. You get to be an example of. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, 
or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Music